afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and uh, joining me today in the producer's chair for the first time is Ryan Buds. Hey, how's it going, Pat? Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fans. That was your fans uh, and our guest. Uh, Ryan's here today. Here's the reason: uh, our guest today was supposed to record last week, and she had what? What do we say, Debbie? An issue. An issue. <laughs> so she asked if she could reschedule for Monday, uh, uh, and I said, "Of course." So, uh, but my normal producer, Kyle Dotson, he's working and my other producer, uh, Matt Belknap, he's recording another podcast. So Ryan, uh, Ryan is being thrown into the mix. Yeah. And it's not every Monday you wake up and have a friend go, Hey, do you want to meet a music legend today? And, uh, that's a great way to start a week. So I'm glad to be here. Would you say this is a manic Monday? I knew that was coming. I know. I wasn't even planning on it, Debbie. I was not planning on doing that. And then I just I did it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> I know. I wasn't doing it. But anyway, the, the voice you're hearing is a uh, is, uh, founding member and the drummer and a lead vocalist for one of my favorite bands, The Bangles, Debbie Peterson. Hello, Debbie. Hello. Hello, everybody. How, how are you doing? I'm doing better now. Thank you. <laughs> now, when I, uh, when I say uh, that The Bangles is one of my favorite bands, that means that when you come to my house and you look at my CD collection, not my iTunes, I'm talking about my physical CDs on my shelf. Cool. You will find every single Bangles CD. That's how it goes. That's when I. Wow, that's, that's impressive. That's when I I've say been to, I've been to his house. You've been there. It's pretty. Uh, good. It's really impressive when you mm. get to uh, Neil Diamond and the Rolling Stones, and people are like, "Why do you have thirty-five <laughs> Neil Diamond CDs?" And I'm just like, "Just leave me alone." But uh, cool. so Debbie, well, welcome. Um, the Thank reason, you. one of the main reasons you're here is because uh, the Bangles, like I said, one of my favorite bands, and yet I had never seen you live until last week at the Whiskey. You never saw I us had live. I've never ever. seen you live. It wow. was like, it's like, I have like, there were like three or four bands that are like, I've never seen. Like, I still have not seen Elton John. Mm-hmm. I had never seen Joan Jett until last year. Oh. And, uh, and so you guys, when I saw you were coming, I go, I got the whiskey's the place to go. I'm glad you came to that one too. That was a fun show. It was, it was yeah. a great show. And the thing that I was really impressed with at the show, not only how great you guys sounded vocally and the harmonies, but on record, I didn't know how great of a drummer you are live thank you. live you were an amazing drummer i was like oh my god you just i don't get that sometimes from the record yeah. but live truly uh, one of the best drummers i've seen well thank you very much you're thank welcome you. oh. and uh and um and fred armanson he jumped up and, yes, and, and played drums yes and fred is a comedian who can play drums but debbie She's the drummer. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun to have Fred along. It, it is fun too. to have Fred along. Yes, uh, uh, so that was a great show. And I got to tell you, I saw I saw the Eagles a couple weeks ago. Oh, you did okay. at the Forum mm-hmm. with all their stuff. And you guys put on a better show than Eagles <gasps> did. Oh, I have someone I'm going to tell about so, that one. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of ass kissing is going on yes, right I'm now. Yes, I'm liking oh, yeah. it too. But, uh, but keep it, on. But it's but it's it's true. It's I, I'm telling the truth in awesome. all these things. So. Um, so Debbie's here, and we're going to talk about the history of the Bangles. You were uh, were you born in California? 
Born, bred, and butter in California, yes. Where, where at in California? Well, actually, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah, okay. actually, all of us are Los Angeles girls. Everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, the band was started by you and your sister, Vicky? Right, yes. Actually, we, <laughs> she had a band in high school, mm-hmm. you know, just a bunch of high school friends yeah. sort of playing around, and, and they were looking for a drummer. And the bass player at the time, her best friend, Amanda, said, what about getting your sister? And Vicky was like, hmm, really? What? I never thought about that. And uh, so I said, okay, I'll try. You know, I'll audition. I wanted to be a musician. I didn't know what I yeah. wanted to do. So you, at that point, you had never played drums? I'd never played drums before. Okay, I was, cool. I, I kind of wanted to play guitar or bass. Mm-hmm. And so it was, there was an opportunity there. And I went, okay, sure, I'll try it. And I sat down and just started playing. So I guess all the air drumming and air guitar yeah. playing I've done in the past <laughs> worked out for me. So self-taught. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. You're like you and Vicky are like the Eddie and Alex Van Halen of the <laughs> Southern California. <laughs> uh, so then, so so what was the what's the first band called? Well, Do you have a God, name? we went through many names. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, there was the Muse. There was those girls. Okay. Then the, and then when we found Susanna, actually threw an ad in the paper. Okay. I don't know if you were going to ask that. I, I didn't. I, I wasn't sure how you okay. found Susanna. Okay. We did. Through an, um, there was a paper called The Recycler. Okay. It was very big around South Bay and Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And um, it, we actually had an ad for a guitar player. In, my, my sister had put it in. And then she, Susanna had an ad for a band or something. She was trying to get a band okay. together. And so somehow... Vicky and Susanna connected. It was right after John Lennon died. And there, mm-hmm. So they had like a two-hour conversation about John Lennon. And then said, oh, by the way, we're looking for guitar players. She's like, I'm looking for a band. And, and it was just one of those meant-to-be things. The pieces just know? fell together. Yeah. And at that point, uh, who was on bass at that point? Uh, that was still Amanda. Okay. That was on bass. And then... Um, then Amanda went, got, got married and, you know, went off and had a life. <laughs> got married? No, wait a <laughs> minute. Got a PhD and all this, this sort of thing. Uh, and what age are you, when you guys start this, you're, you guys are, you're a teenager, right? I was, yeah, like 18 around that. Actually, when I first started, I was probably, I think it was 15 when I first started drumming. Okay. And the, uh, and your parents are all on board with this career choice? They were, you know, they were like, I really would rather you go to college and, you know, <laughs> have something to fall back on, you know, understandably so. But I was like, no, I, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I don't care. I don't care about college. <laughs> now, what if your kids wanted to start a band at 15? What would you say? I, well, I can't really, you know, role model. Hello. I can't really say <laughs> no, but I'd say, well, just try college. <laughs> I didn't. You should. <laughs> go to college and have a band while you're at college, yeah, too. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, um, so at that point, you're all together with uh, you and Vicky and Susanna and then you change bass players, right? Yeah, we found Annette Solinskis, yes. Uh, who actually joined you on stage, on stage at the Whiskey. Yes, she did. That which was was, pre- I hadn't seen her for years. It was great to see her again. Yeah, how does that work? Are you guys, are you guys still in touch, or did you just reach out? Or I think I was, Vicky and Annette were more in touch than I was, but, but she sort of reached out and said, hey, you know, I mean, we actually had recently, I guess it was in December, did some shows the Paisley Underground reunion, where yeah. we actually played with with some old friends of ours. Oh, cool! Um, we did the Rain Parade. That was at the Fonda. Was that at the Fonda? That was at the Fonda. Okay. We also played up in San Francisco. The three o'clock Rain Parade and Dream Syndicate, and we hadn't seen those guys for ages. So that was amazing seeing them again. See, those were two of the shows I also couldn't get to. Oh, so I'm like, every time it was like every that. time the Bangles are around, it's like something. Is happening in my life where well, I can't get there. You're a busy guy, you know. Well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> I'm here on a Monday afternoon at eleven. So, uh, well, you're uh, doing work. Come on, I'm doing work. Yeah, this is work. I, yes. You're right. If, yeah, thank See? you. See, you're right. <laughs> um, 
So when do you when do you guys become the bangs? Uh, well, basically, I think we were the colors first, and then then we just wanted to change name. Just come, I think, or there was another colors or something. I'm trying to remember. Um, and so we we were sort of bashing around a bunch of names, and I think the Supersonic Bangs was one of the names, which Supersonic was actually kind of cool. Yeah. But I said, you know, it's a little long. Let's shorten it to the Bangs. So we said, okay, let's make it the Bangs because that's really powerful and punchy and and means a couple of different things and. Uh, so, um, but unfortunately, there was another Bangs in that li- lived in New Jersey, and they had lawyers. We didn't. Those jerks. <laughs> yes, but you did record. You did record uh, a single under the name The Bangs. Yes, we did. And uh, I have that right now. Yes, our so Do It Yourself record. Let's hear a little bit of the Do It Yourself record. I have uh, 1981 is when this came yeah. out. This mm-hmm. is uh, getting out of hand. Let's hear a little bit of this. And now Debbie uh, motioned to me that she's also playing bass I on I played that. bass on that. All the mistake and everything. Yes, so I did. You're the entire <laughs> rhythm section on that song. Pretty much, yeah. Very nice. <laughs> um, and so is that a, the, the little the, the picture that pops up uh, when I have that song, it only has three of you on the sleeve. Yes, yes. So that's that why, was, because yeah. you're playing bass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, so then, um, when do you become the bangles? When do you add those letters? Well, actually, we Because also- the bangs... We're going to sue. But yes. They so, were like threatening to sue okay. us. Well, actually, we had recorded our EP under the banks. Yes. And we'd been signed with Miles Copeland, manager, and he had a... That's IRS records? IRS records, yeah. yeah but he had a, a, a subsidiary called Faulty Products. It was <laughs> rather faulty, I must say. I was going to say, that's not... That it's maybe not, doesn't give no, your artist you know, the best... It doesn't give a lot of confidence. Yeah, Let a lot of faith you. in that. No. So, um, so good old Faulty Products put out uh, our EP, and then that's when we found out about the other bangs, uh-huh. and it was like, oh, we got to change our name. So I remember sitting in a Mexican restaurant, we were all racking our brains, what are we going to do, what are we going to do? Make it easier, put LES, and it becomes bangles, and it's kind of like, you know, the bangles you wear, and right, your, your exactly. arm, hang loose, and, and cool, and so that's how that So it wasn't really up. supposed to sound, I, I always used to hear that it was supposed to sound like the Beatles. Well, that's what I, I mean, would guess. Just yeah, yeah, there is that, but we weren't trying to push that no, part no. of it. But that right. was part of another sort of little pun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, that works. That worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Okay, so, when do you get signed with... Uh, when do you leave Miles and his uh, Forget About You artist label or whatever it's called? Well, actually, <laughs> Miles was our manager, but he just got us on this this faulty products yeah. as well. But um, he, he he was our manager for years, and um, we got signed to CBS. Yes. In oh God, my dates. Come on, I cannot remember. Don't worry, the, I don't remember the, the 80s. The album came out in '84. <laughs> yeah, so, so it was like prior to that. Prior to that, prior, like late '83, I guess. Got signed to. CBS. And what's the process of getting signed? They could, is Miles pushing you to them, or did they come out and see you in a club? Well, they came to see us a few mm-hmm. times, actually. 
you know, a couple of times we all had colds, you know, and it sounded terrible. And we really played these really crappy clubs, and but you know, hey, something must have been good there. Right? And were you playing? Were you playing all the clubs on the on the Sunset Strip at that point? Yeah, we were playing a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And was the the hair metal? Was it, those guys were all around too? So you guys must have been like a, a different thing at that point. Yeah, we were kind of freaky because we were so much more sixties. You know, we all yeah, 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 more sixties, more psychedelic. Yeah, sixties psychedelia. So it was, a lot of people were kind of like, who who are these girls? What are they doing? You know. Yeah. It's starting to get more of the, and there's, the hair bands. And you know? as far as uh, you know, a, 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 an all-girl pop rock band playing their own instruments, that that still doesn't happen that often. It's No, surprisingly not. It's like, where are you girls? Come on, get out there. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I know it doesn't out really there. make I, any we sense. Know, we know women that are out there playing or girls that are out there playing. And just, I don't know. It just, it's really hard. Yeah, I mean, when I, to do. when I see, uh, you know, Vicky at the Whiskey was just nailing it on her guitar mm-hmm. and when i go see Hart and ann and nancy are mm-hmm. just and it's just and you know and joan jett i'm like well, where there has to be they're out there know, they're out there taylor swift's out there well yeah the dumb dumb girl the dumb dumb girl the dumb dumb girl there good. you go look they're at good. you ryan you I brought know, some music. musical knowledge in here all right i'm out see you guys later okay <laughs> that's all for you it's always done um, back to that manic monday yeah there should be i mean in 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 the time that you guys have have been around there should there should have been a lot of people you know, filling in the ranks. Yeah, you think? It's a shame. It should be, yes. I mean, I know, like I say, I know they're out there. I just don't, they just haven't gotten to that level. Right. You know, that everybody knows uh-huh. about them. Uh, so when does uh, when does Michael Steele join the band? She basically, when we recorded all over the place, that's when she... She just hopped in and started recording. With yeah, you guys. she was. Well, she we sort of met her many times uh-huh. in clubs and stuff, and sort of like, well, you know, she's a really good bass player. We should try to get her. And and uh, I think we auditioned a few people, mm-hmm. and then then we she came and tried out for us, and we said, okay, she's great. We love her personality. We loved her playing, and it just she had such a good vibe. And is she is she really tall? Mm, not as tall she, as me. Not as tall as you. Because she I'm seems. The tallest. You're the tallest. How tall are you? <laughs> I am 5'9 and a quarter, yeah. apparently, still. Yeah, she is dwarfing me, let me tell you that right now. <laughs> um, I don't know what what it is about her in photos. She seems. Maybe it's the big hair. Maybe her hair. It's the hair, and uh, I'm, I'm always sitting down, so. Oh, that's true. That is true. Uh, but that's good because we can see you still yeah. behind the, the kit because you're tall. Yep. Mm hmm. Uh, and then, and then Susanna can fit in your pocket. Yes. It's so funny when there's pictures of us together. <laughs> oh, hilarious. that's like, Susanna's like my wife's height. Susanna, my, my wife's five, one, very tiny. Actually, I think my daughter's probably her height now. <laughs> <laughs> I know she was five feet, but I think she's five, one now. So there you go. So, uh, uh, you record all over the pa- place for CBS records and, um, yeah, a couple of singles on that, uh, including hero takes a fall. Mm-hmm. So let's hear a little bit of Hero Takes a Fall. The hero is exposed when his crimes are brought to the light of day. Won't be feeling sorry, sorry, sorry on the judgment day. Wasn't it me who said there'd be a price to pay and I won't feel bad at all when the hero takes a fall when the hero takes fall. Look at that nice fade. You did a nice fade. Lovely. On that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, and then the other single 
you sing lead on it. Yes. You sing lead on going down to Liverpool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a song that was written by Kimberly Rue Mm -hmm. from Katrina in the waves. Correct. And you have a video with uh, Leonard Nimoy's in this video. Yes, we do. That was uh, awesome. Now that had to be exciting for you to be singing on on the video song. Or that, on, it on, was. Yeah, it was. Cause and, and how does that happen? Who cho- at that point in your career, who chooses the singles? Well, that's usually it's we we, we like to have chosen many different singles. Sure. Usually, it's a record company decision. But you guys were happy with the choices. Obviously. Yeah, but those those choices were very good. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hear because here's the thing for me, folks. A lot of people, I think, maybe more casual fans, uh, might think that uh, Susanna sings all the lead vocals when she doesn't. <laughs> so there. Yeah. Um, everyone in the Bangles, uh, including Michael Steele, mm-hmm. when she was with the band, you guys all would sing lead yep. on the albums, which yep. which that's even more like the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, so let's uh, let's focus on some of this. Let's uh, listen to uh, going down to Liverpool, and this is uh, Miss Debbie Peterson. It's a fun one. It's terrifying to me to be able to play drums and sing at the same time. Just the idea of You're doing it. You're terrified by that? I can't imagine, yeah, I can't doing, imagine it doing it either. Just, I can't imagine not doing it. That's what's so weird. <laughs> That's because you learned to do it. I just, yeah, like the first thing I did was learn to do both. And, yeah. As an outsider, it's just like how, you know, uh, you know Phil Collins and, and just anyone who, yeah. who sings lead mm-hmm. and drums, it just seems... Like an impossible feat. And you know what the funny thing about it is? The minute you start thinking about what you're doing, that's when you mess up. That's when the problems <laughs> happen. Do not think about it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, the uh, producer on the uh, on all over the place is. Do I am I going to say his name right? Is it David just Con? David Con, yeah. David Con. Mm-hmm. How do you guys get hooked up with uh, with? The, is was, that a record label? Yeah, that thing? was a record label thing. He was like like the the token in, producer, like an in house producer, producer. For, for the label, and uh, yeah, and. Um, how many days to record this first album? Oh God! What do they give you? I mean, oh, do they give you? It was it was pretty quick. I think yeah. we did the tracking in like two days, like all the tracking, uh-huh. and it, it was cut, you know maybe a couple of months or something. And it was very very fast. Do you record? Uh, did you record more songs in there on the album, or did you just record? We pretty much pretty did much what, that. What we decided we were going to do. Yeah. Yeah, I always hear. Um, uh, I'm a Billy Joel fan, and he he always mm-hmm. says there are no bonus tracks. I would write 11 songs, mm-hmm. and we would record 11 songs. Yeah. On, on the other end of that, you two, they're like, we had 90. I know, then, or Springsteen. Yeah. Oh, we, I know. Yeah. Down to 11, like right? Yeah. Or Springsteen. And then half of them suck. And right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know. So <laughs> I can't. It's even, so hard to choose. Yeah. You know, when you have that many. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if Bruce Springsteen's writing 70 songs, yeah, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to <laughs> narrow that down to 10. Yeah. Um. So since uh, since I saw you performing uh, the other night and you uh, stepped out from the drum kit for a little bit and uh, played a little acoustic guitar, yes. I, I asked if you would mind bringing your guitar and playing something for us. 
I didn't expect you to bring your drum kit. Well, no. But I didn't uh, bring my little like pack it up and mini drums. But you did bring the acoustic. <laughs> I did bring the acoustic. So uh, <laughs> so let's get you all situated and okay. uh, and we'll have you play uh, something from the first album all okay. over the place. Okay. Oop. All right. Okay. And so, Debbie, what are you going to sing from uh, All Over the Place? I am going to sing Live. Live. Excellent. Yes. It's actually written by Emmett Rhodes from the Merry-Go-Round. Just, just for you old fogies out there. <laughs> Hello, Emmett. <laughs> Hello, Emmett. Hey, actually, Vicky and I did a song with him re- fairly recently. Okay. We sang some background vocals with him. So he's recording? He, yeah. He, he recorded an album, on, I think it was a couple years ago, a year ago. So okay. Excellent. Oh, oops. Sorry. All right. We'll look for that. Pass your microphone. Sorry about that. No problem. (laughs) Okay, ready? Peterson, Woo. Oh. that sounded pretty good. Oh, thank you so much. I don't mean I mean you sounding. I mean <laughs> the recording. Brian, good job. Yay, yay, good job, dude. That oh, was Lord. that was Debbie singing "Live" from the first album, all over the place. And uh, so, you guys were, were you guys happy with the first record when it came out? Uh, well, no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it was kind of a nightmare recording that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, working with the producer David Kahn, I, I had a bit of an issue. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, talking about we were talking about bringing someone to tears he did for me on going down to liverpool uh-huh. because 
he basically said he, I couldn't physically sing the song. And he just made, because he made me do it like a million times. I did like a million tracks on it. And yeah, it was a nightmare. He was a nightmare. Yeah, see, that's, that, that's, that's tough. And I think, it's, I think that's tough for you because when you go to record the next album, mm-hmm. he's also there. He's there again. I know. So, um, that was another nightmare. <laughs> so if we, 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 let's get into that. So, in, uh, so All Over the Place comes out in 84. Mm-hmm. It goes to uh, number 80 on the LP charts. And then two years later, you guys come out with Different Light. And uh, that jumps, that goes to number two mm-hmm. on the LP charts yeah. and sells 3 million copies. But you're also working with uh, David Kahn again. Yes. So uh, tell us about, I think maybe what you're going to talk about a little bit is uh, Walk Like an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a lead vocal on that song, mm-hmm. except, except, for me. except for you. Yes. And tell, tell, us, tell us why. Tell well, us. that was a weird thing. That was like, okay, it's time to have an audition. Let's see. You sing this part. And so well, Vicky sang the first mm-hmm. line. And then I, I was going to do the second section. Right. And uh, so I did my bit. And then, then Susanna did hers or something like that. I, can't I think I blocked this out, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, basically, Michael Seale came in and sang the second part. And he was much happier with that performance than uh-huh. with mine. But then I don't think he would have been happy with anything I did. I was naked or jumping around, what jumping the, hoops. I don't know. Some, what the hell is this guy's problem with know. Debbie Peterson? I don't know. It's something against me. I this don't is, know. This guy's making me angry, and I wasn't <laughs> even there. He, um, the, uh, oh, God. So then, and what about, and then drums on the album, are, are, I mean, on that song. Okay, is, that, that, is that you or is that a drum machine? That's a drum machine, but that was, I did, I remember being at my house. Uh-huh coming up with a drum part and okay. he came over to my well's my house in, in Hollywood yeah. and he came over and helped me work on it of course he had had to be there for everything right know, control freak um, anyway so it, we sort of worked on it together and but so that, that but a lot of that came from me so yeah. okay good really, so you did feel like you had a little had imprint tiny on little, that uh, yes and I and I think I I played tambourine or something on that on that recording i'm not sure i don't know <laughs> so so when that song goes to number one is it is it bittersweet for you personally yes it is yeah. in fact i remember i was i was actually making a slice commercial when it went number one when i got the news i was working with gina shock from the go-go yes two drummers two working drummers together working together doing a slice commercial which was great because slice I got the was a, that's slice a beverage. Was a drink. Yeah, it was a drink. It was like a lemon lime, like a lemon lime yeah, kind of yeah. drink. Yeah. I've never seen it, it, this. Was a this, this was, was an eighties thing. So. A TV commercial. It was a TV commercial. I've yes. never seen this commercial. I, I would put it up there with a tab. Right? I don't know. Maybe like I need to get a YouTube of... version of that one out. There. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to post that. I think I've got it on videotape somewhere. I need to get it put into DVD form. Uh, I'm just mm. just because you brought Gina Shock up real quick. Um, there was never a rivalry between the Go Go's and the Bangles. That's like some phony. Oh, yeah, Baloney. You know, that was like fantasy, when Cindy Lauper you know. and, and Madonna hit at the same time. It's like there's a rival. It's oh, like, it, people love be, to do that. I know, you know? it's ridiculous. No, no, no. Um, uh, solidarity between the, the California right. girl the groups. girls. Getting out there. Because uh, you've to- you guys have toured with the Gogos many times. Well, not many times. We've done a few shows with them. Yeah. Are you saying my information's wrong? Mm, perhaps. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing like hosting a music podcast and then having the guests tell you, no, that's not no, true. Dad. But you know, a lot, of, a lot of a lot of the agencies would love us to do a full tour. They'd be like, oh, wouldn't that be great? You know, and, would that be great? No, 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 no. I don't like, know. There's something a little sort of dog and pony about it. You know, 
Okay, yeah, okay, that if makes it's a, sense. Like yeah, a full like it's gimmicky, gimmicky, yeah, mm. too gimmicky. And yet, you know, you got you got these sticks and Journey and Foreigner and REO. Those guys interchange know, and go on tour. Doing all the big every, hairs are doing it every yeah. year. They do it. So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. They they want to put the, let's put all the girls together. They can all ride in a big. And pink there's not bus. many of them. Yes, they can, and they can all like you know. Have powder puffs and, you know, <laughs> wear pajamas and have pillow, pillow fights. Yeah, you they close out like the show the with the fights. pillow fights. <laughs> oh, no. We, yeah, every, Wait, practically every doesn't... photographer, we'd get the... Girls, let's have a pillow fight. What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy? Uh, when, um, when Different Light comes out, you guys do all the shows? Are you on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, we did all that stuff. All yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's video, more, lots of videos. Oh, yeah. We were, we were like uh, touring fools. Living, yes. living large. Record companies treating you good. Yeah, still not making any money at that time. Isn't that funny? I, every mm-hmm. band has that same story. Mm-hmm. You know, I Guns N' Roses with Appetite for Destruction. They're like, well, we didn't have any money. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's crazy. When does the, when does the money start happening? like years and years later. And it wasn't a hell of a lot, let me tell you. But, but you know, it was... It, it helped. <laughs> yeah, because when you read a number like, the, you know, number two on the charts, three million copies, you go, oh. Yeah, but then you also got, you know, you got all the managers and mm-hmm. the business manager and you got all these people taking it off the top. Is Miles still your manager at that and, point with different At light? that point he was, yeah. Um, uh, and uh, he's he's Stuart Copeland from the police. He's That's his brother. That's his bro. Another yep. great drummer mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I love, Stuart Copeland. And then there was Ian Copeland who, rest his soul. Yeah, he passed. Yes. Um so uh, let me see what else I have on uh, Different Light. Uh, you sing a couple songs on Different Light. Mm-hmm. You sing a song called, uh, and again, the, the, the hits were Manic Monday, written by uh, uh, this guy named Christopher. Oh yeah, this guy named Chris or Christopher. How did that happen? Something. Christopher oh, is, is that's s- Prince. Yeah, so yes, okay. it was. He was, you know, he likes to to be very elusive, and I think he was working on a, a film or something at the mm-hmm. time and trying to, trying to sort of promote his his film and that was his uh-huh. character or something, something okay. about that so. but how do you get the how do how do the bangles get this who brings this song to you oh well Manic actually he saw us play at the, the palace in hollywood okay and uh actually became a big fan and uh and presented us with i think a couple of songs and okay. we liked manic monday and, but his thing was like okay you know you girls just put put your vocals on the backing track and okay. like no i'm no. gonna recut the song okay and, and let he was okay with that. He was, yeah. Yeah, what, just, he just seems like a guy that uh, you don't have a conversation with. But again, Not I'm much. I'm I'm from the outside. You're an insider. No, actually, we did jam with him like at two in the morning at a studio one time, and you know, a lot of playing, not a lot of talking. Okay, he's let, let the music do the talking. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Let's hear a little bit of uh, this Manic Monday song by this guy named uh, <laughs> this guy named Christopher Slash Prince. So at uh, at this point, uh, band's getting along great. You guys are you guys are. Yeah, we're getting along, but things are starting to rear their ugly heads. As far as we're doing all these TV shows, yeah. there's a lot of focus on one member, right? Right. 
and uh, and being Le- the drummer. Less and less Sunday fun days. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly, right. exactly. But yeah, so that's is, that's that's record company input, right? That's putting yeah, the fo- that's, that wants to put the focus on Susanna. Yeah, they're looking for that. You know, like they always do. They're looking for right. the, that standout person. Right. You know, which is which is which is more okay if it's if you have if the band has a singular lead vocalist. Yeah, if it was meant to be yeah, that way. Then you kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. But since you guys are all singing lead vocals mm-hmm. on uh, across the whole entire album, mm-hmm. I understand where that would be a, a little bit of a difficulty. Yes, it became a bit of a problem. Yeah. And she's tiny. She's, you know, she's... And she's pretty. And she <laughs> yeah, does the pretty. eye thing. And she's got the little voice. Yeah, and everybody loves the little person. So, I mean, so, you know, you can, you can, you can... You know, you can understand where that's going to happen, and yet if you're in there, you're like, no, this is this it's is like, a band. This, this is not cool. our band. This, this is, is not, not our band. the way we should be, be represented. Exactly, you know? exactly. Because you guys are all writing songs, mm-hmm. and the whole you guys are involved in every aspect. <clears throat> yep. And uh, well, let's let's hear. Then let's go. Let's jump down to a song that Debbie does sing on Different Light. Uh, this is called "Standing in the Hallway." That's a great tune. That sounds great. Funky. Love that song. The Funky Bengals. What, um, and how's, how's David Kahn, uh, to, uh, to work with, uh, here? You still, you feel the same Horrible. Way. I mean, <laughs> you're just, <laughs> you're, just you're, like, you're, I am not enjoying this and, at all. So after you have, uh, after you have, um, an album that sells all, all these, uh, three million copies, um, and you go to make, uh, the album after that do you guys have some say and do they want you to work with david khan again yeah we were like no we're not going to do that okay good for you <laughs> we definitely now, stood our ground we had enough yeah so it was time to move on so we move on to well you know what let's see you know there's there's one more song i want to hear another song that debbie sings on different light before i move on and this is uh this is called uh not like you on rock solid Song. Funny hearing those songs again, those two songs, because it was a because I I wrote those songs yeah um, both with started off with Susanna uh-huh. and then I think David Kahn got his little fingers in the pie <laughs> and I think my sister helped out too so it was like, suddenly it was this like huge you know 
melting pot of songwriters. Is, is Vicky in your corner when you're having problems with David Kahn? She wasn't really in my corner at that time. No. She's your big sister. I know. She's my sister. She's supposed but to have your back. I think she was having enough issues of her own. Okay. Because he was kind of weird about her guitar playing. So, I mean, everybody had their little issues. Who did he have on. issues with? Uh, Susanna, right. because I think he liked her. So, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, there you go. Are you guys, are, are the, now are the four of you, are you guys in relationships while you're in the band? Or is it all about the band? Oh, yeah. We're all in different relationships. Different yeah. relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. But but still, I mean, our life was the band. We, we yes. lived, bre- we were breathing bangles, eating bangles, living bangles. I mean, you know, together all the time, yeah. especially at this time when we were always on the road. All on the bus together. Yeah. I think by that time we got a bus... We weren't in bands anymore. <laughs> Good. And uh, again, big, big success with that album. You had uh, two top tens. Walking Down Your Street goes to number 11. If She Knew What She Wants goes to number 29. So these are all top 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing, and, uh, and then is there a break? Is there a, how much of a break? There's not much of a break because it, uh, you guys get to work with Rick Rubin. That's right. We did a yeah, hazy shady work, winner. Uh-huh. You guys get to work with Rick Rubin on a song for the Less Than Zero soundtrack. Right. Um, when Hazy Shade of Winter came out on the radio, I did not know that that was a Simon and Garfunkel song at all. Mm-hmm. I don't we know. Were if very it was, clever. If we it, were disguising it. <laughs> I don't know if it was my age or or mm. or what. Well, it's so it's so different. It's, it's so a different. different version, it's you know? it's uh, it it really rocks. Mm-hmm. You guys opened with it the other night. My friends yeah. and I were like, "What do you think they're going to open with?" And I'm like, "I bet they'll open with uh, in your room." And we and this one didn't even it didn't we didn't even, we're like, oh, "Of course." That's well, what they're going to do. It's funny, we used to do that song very similar, maybe a little bit slower, but we used to do it in the clubs like mm-hmm. in the early 80s. Yeah. We did that song for years and years. And then, then the, the idea of doing it again for the Less Than Zero soundtrack was just, like, oh, yeah, let's do it. And then let's, let's rock it up a yeah. bit. And, and, and we had a really, really fun, good time doing it. So, making it so whose rock. idea is that to do? They want you to do a song for Less Than Zero. <laughs> do they want you to do that song? Or do you say, can we do this song? I th- Oh God, I can't even remember because it was. I think it was because of the opening sequence being kind of wintry, even though it's yeah. it's in California, mm-hmm. but there's like snow and stuff. And right. it's, they were looking for a winter kind of song, and we. I think we suggested it. Okay, cool. And is uh, now uh, Rick Rubin uh, now is a gigantic mm-hmm. producer. Mm-hmm. Back then, he's uh, he was, he had done some uh, some stuff with the uh, with the Beastie Boys. Yeah. So he was kind of a little he bit was cool. still new, but yeah. he was cool. So much di- much cooler than that other dude, David David Garn. <laughs> and um, don't was, listen, uh, David. Was he uh, <laughs> was he was he hands on with you guys in the studio? Um, yeah, he was, he was hands on to a point, and I think we went back in and sort of redid some things because uh-huh. we didn't really like what we, the way things were sounding. I think we actually. I know he worked with us like on, on the arrangement and stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the end product you're happy with? Yes, definitely. Well, let's hear that. that. Let's hear Hazy Shade of Winter. <laughs> Thank you. 
psychedelic sound there. I love that. Yeah, Tommy James and the Shondells. Yeah. Um, at this point, is Michael Steele? Is she feeling like she's uh, really? In the, I know that you three were together, and then mm. she was. She came in. So does she feel like she's part of the band? Um, I think she was starting to kind of want to do more of her own things. She's she's always been sort of more of a solitary person, anyway. Uh-huh. So you know, she wrote "Following," which is on that record, yes. and and it was very much a. Michael Steele's solo effort, kind uh-huh. of thing, which was kind of weird because we were so used to uh, doing everything together. Right. So that was kind of a strange white album kind of feeling going there. So was she a, a good bass player to play with live? 
Oh yes, very good. I mean, we were we were like locked in. I mean, it was great. She I know. Great. I don't want to say it, but in the pocket, in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. then, uh, then you have an eternal flame. We're not, we won't play that. We've all we know that. We know it's that number one. Point, just but then you, <laughs> <laughs> and those were both again. Those songs were both focusing on Susanna uh-huh. as lead vocalist. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then there's another single gets released mm-hmm. that you're singing on. Yes. And who chooses that? Do you guys choose it? Does the record company well, choose it? Well, that was the record company again, but it was me like praying and hoping and crossing fingers, please choose this one, because it was between that one and Glitter Years, which was a Michael Steele song. Yeah. And I'm like, no, be with you. Please be with you. Please, please, please. And it ended up being be with you. So. And is there is there is there infighting just when the singles are being picked? Like you would, oh, you, yeah. you would love it to be, we'll release four singles, each one of you will sing lead on a single. That Gee, would be... That would have been the most ideal That would have been world. the ideal world. It would have been great. But, uh, well, luckily... You won out. So uh, let's hear. And this and this go. This is a top forty single. Yeah, top goes 40. to number thirty. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to uh, "Be With You" with Debbie on vocals, lead vocal. Some great drumming again. Motown. That deserves that deserves to be a single. It, it really brings back a lot of memories. All these hearing these hearing all these songs. I know because I'm sure you don't sit around. I don't and, sit and around listen and listen to, your, to unless unless I'm like relearning it to, to do for, to, for the for shows. Live shows. Yeah. Um, uh, and let's hear one more. Debbie sings another song in Everything That I Love uh, that's called uh, Some Dreams Come True. I think uh, I think the label could have kept working this album. I think you guys could have had uh, five or six singles off of this album. Easily. Yes, I, I think so too. But that again, that was a strange uh, manipulation by the management we had mm. at the time, yeah. which was no longer Miles. No Copeland. longer Miles. Yes. What happened to Miles? Did you guys part ways? We part. Yeah, we parted ways. We'd had enough. I mean, he was kind of Miles Copeland, but where is he? Where is Miles? He was never available for us, and we thought, you know, we need more of a hands-on guy. So who, who are you with? Who are you with at that point? Oh God, um, like blanking on the name because it was another <laughs> such a bad experience okay um it was oh god oh hang on brain that's okay oh, if you don't remember you know, that's well, you fine probably look it up somewhere that's but, fine that's but, fine it's just but it's just another it's person just, it was another person that that basically tore us apart yeah. i mean it was already starting to break apart okay. and it was just somebody else digging you know sticking the needle in you know and, and then it does break apart because this is the last bangles album for yeah, many, 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 many like years. Nine years. At, at that point, do you do you owe the record company 
any albums? No. Did you you didn't have like it was just album per album? Yeah, deal. I think we had like two two albums with Sony like originally, and then yeah. we had a third option for a third or right. something, and then it was like we got out of it. Finally. Okay, so you yeah. guys got out of it, and then. And then Susanna, they, they she does a solo album. Yeah, because that's they wanted the that's what they wanted. wanted to take her and do a, you know take her but, away. But it, it doesn't do what the the Bangles albums did because no. there's something about that that branding that you know and and those voices and that talent and everyone that's involved with it. And again, it's the it's you know the sum of the four parts. You right, know, exactly. It you can't. It's like each one goes yeah. and does different things. Doesn't quite do it like the four. Right. It's you know? just um, you know, I, I, you, you take David Lee Roth out of Van Halen, it's not not the as same. Good. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not as good. I know. So um, so you uh, so it's ninety five, and you you have a, a, another project that you're working on, uh, something called Kindred Spirit. Yes. Well, and yeah, I can I, I could yeah. only find. One song from Kindred, Kindred Spirit. It and is I, definitely a collectible. And I <laughs> looked for it. it. Oh, I should have brought a copy for you. Shoot. I well, keep one in your car. Yeah. And when I run into you at the mall, at Trader Joe's, you can hand yeah. it to me. Because I would love to hear more. Because I, I, I could send you a copy if you want. I'll I mean, give you my address okay. if you can send it yep, to me. I, will, I would love it. Because I got like... I think maybe two extra copies. That's about it. <laughs> I would love it, Debbie. Uh, but let's now this, the song I have here is uh, this is a 95. What do you do now? That, what do you do for that? You know, on paper, it looks like seven years, but obviously the album came out and then you toured. Mm-hmm. Were you guys had, you guys were headlining at that with everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. we were. Yeah. And, um, and then it, and then it just, it, it just implodes, it, explodes. It and that was a horrible experience because yeah. that was literally the management's house, supposedly meeting to talk about going to Australia uh-huh. like in the next few months or whatever. That for was a tour. The, that was the, yes, for a tour. And that was the pretense of the meeting when uh-huh. actually we were breaking up and right. my, my sister and I had no clue. Oh, These wow. guys had taken uh, Michael and Suzanne and like tried to split us up, you know, take them like promising yeah. them the yeah. world well the and sisters are going to stick together obviously yeah. so we'll so bring we'll michael over to our susanna south. yes and he, you know they never did anything for for michael of no. course so um but yeah it was it was pretty pretty horrible experience so was there did uh did you and michael and vicky think well let's we're still the bangles let's get someone else and and try that no we were like we'd had enough we just so you didn't even want to you wouldn't even ever have called the bangles you could call it but you just didn't want to want to work with we didn't want to work together in fact after that i was like i don't even know if i want to be in the music business anymore it was just so horrible so what did you do between everything and and when kindred spirit basically i had like six months off where i just was like you know, kind of totally freaked out. And what yeah. am I going to do now? Right. You know, but go back to college or go to college. Right. You know? <laughs> um, and so I was kind of, you know, just didn't know what to do. And then just started writing songs. Uh-huh. And um, then actually initially got together with Gina shock to work with her, but that didn't work because it was just a, the personalities just didn't work yeah. together. And then I found uh, Siobhan Marr who, who had a band river city people and okay. big in the UK and actually, through uh, Miles was helping us out too. Because this Miles is on, this is on I, IRS records. I yeah, think. it's actually God, what was it called? It was another one of his subsidiaries. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember the name. It was such a hilarious name, but um, yeah, he it, we were with Miles. I mean, Miles is very supportive. I mean, he's actually a really good guy. You know, a lot, a lot of people don't give him the time of day or mm-hmm. you know think he's completely insane which he kind of is, but he has a lot of good ideas and he's he'll, he'll be very supportive. 
if, if you know, he's in your camp, he'll be very supportive. And he was supportive of me and Siobhan. And we made a record together. And, and she had songs that she'd written with other people. I had songs I'd written with other people. We got together and it worked really nicely. The voices blended really well. And, and we got kind of a nice record from it. All right. Well, I'll play the one song I have. This song is available on iTunes. This oh, one that is. one is. Oh, what and, about uh, the rest? I think I need to find I know, out. You about need to find that. out about getting this on there. Yes. And this one's called "Memories Run Deep." And you said that you do not. I sing. do not sing on this. That's the show. But you're, but you're doing some. Yeah, I'm singing. I'm singing in stuff. there. Okay, let's hear a little <laughs> bit of it. excited i get to hear more of that oh yeah you will very you cool will. and i need to figure out how to get that on itunes yeah you do it shouldn't be too difficult <laughs> yeah i'll find out research. Um, so uh so now we don't hear anything from the bangles for years and years and years mm. and years and years mm. and what is the catalyst to to try it again well, Susanna was calling everybody like, well, what do you think? You want to try this again? And she called me, then she called Vicky, and I think, don't know if she called Michael, but, but she, uh, she was starting to, you know, thinking, it'd Feel be nice to, uh, to see if we can do this again. And because even at that point, she realized also that her solo record, her solo career wasn't going the way of the Bangles. Yeah, it wasn't going that spectacular right. way. And, right. and, you know, even though she was doing stuff mm-hmm. on her own, she liked the, having the camaraderie of the bangles right. and, and the, like the way we all sound together. Yeah. And, and so she and I actually started talking and she, she'd had a kid and I had a kid. Okay. So it was like one of those things, oh, let's, let's have mom talk. So okay. we had, we'd sat down and had mom talk to start with. And then we started writing together. Nice. And, <clears throat> and after you started writing together, were all these old, um, uh, what do I want to say? Old disagreements or whatever there's just it was go away. pretty much water under the bridge by okay. that time because been a lot of years so a lot of the wounds were right. healed and, and when we you become talked a, about it and too. when you become a parent that all goes it doesn't matter matter anymore it doesn't matter I perspective agree changes and we we discussed things and discussed mm-hmm. okay this is what we don't want to do next time you right. know and so that was good and then vicky was a bit apprehensive she was living in uh, new orleans for a while oh wow yeah she had she had a couple of th- projects going on there and so she was like, I don't know if I want to do this again. I certainly don't want to do walk like an Egyptian again. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't blame you either. But, you know, sometimes you have to do these things. But, you know, finally she decided, let's, let's try it again. But let's, let's all talk about what we're going to do mm-hmm. and how we're all going to be able to get along this time. Yeah. And plus we were all older. Right. Been through many different things, worked with other people. So is Vicky also a mom at this point? She, no, she was not. She was years and years later. She years and years later. married okay. John Cousel and became a stepmom. Oh, from the Cousels. Yes, from Very the Cousels. Nice. Very nice. Drummer from the Cousels. Yeah. Um, and then you guys bring Michael back also. Yeah, that was interesting because we were just sort of working together and we we got, um, obviously through Susanna's husband, got 
and offered to do a song for the Austin Powers movie. And Susanna's husband is... Uh, is Jay Roach. Jay Roach, yes. director Jay so, Roach. So there was a little in there, so mm-hmm. to speak. And so we, we got to write a song for, for that movie. And so we the three of us got together and wrote a song. And um, somehow we got in touch with Michael. And, and Michael was... Because she was sort of... She was just in hiding she's doing other things and just didn't didn't want to have anything to do with any music or anything right. and so she said yeah i'll come back and and i'll play bass on it and i'll sing on it and you know be a part of it and it was great the minute she walked in the studio it was like we all just yeah remembered everything all the old jokes in jokes came out again it was just it was like old like wearing old shoes comfortable old shoes again and after do you guys do any shows after that or you just was it just the one song, and then we'll see what happens after? Yeah, that? it was kind of like that. We'll see what happens. Then we started playing together and working on new material together. Mm-hmm. So, and that material turned into uh, Doll Revolution, yes, which came out in two thousand three. That is that is also an, an excellent record. Yeah, that's I a really good, like that. One, that. that one turned out. Good. I like that a yeah. lot. And um, you guys cover an Elvis Costello song yes. on that album called um tear, tear off, off your head. own head so this is is that you saying that at the beginning of the no song? that's actually vicky oh, okay but i do do a little scream in the beginning uh this would be <laughs> this is uh this is and this is where I, I i met you the first time briefly and i'll tell you this quick story Ooh. um uh, elvis costello played the uh the wheel turn and i didn't go to that show and Susanna jumped up on stage with him mm-hmm. and performed with him so a couple years later he's coming back to the wheel turn mm-hmm. my friend and i go and uh, one of my hobbies is I get albums autographed and then I frame them and they're all over my Aww. office at home. I have like 70. That's I have crazy. Springsteen it's and Ray Davies. Yeah. Pretty crazy. <laughs> wow. so, um, so I have my Elvis Costello album with me that night and I have the bangles, everything. And my friend says, why do you have a bangles album with you? And I said, well, the last time they were here, Susanna jumped up on stage. So maybe, maybe who knows? Who knows what will happen? And you and Vicky mm-hmm. were at that show mm-hmm. at the World Turn and yeah. you guys got up on stage. So afterwards... You guys were exiting, oh. and I said, "Hey, Vicky and Debbie," and you guys were like, "Yeah." I was like, "Could you sign this for me?" And you guys were like, "Why do you have this? It's like, why is this here?" I know, and, so but cool. you guys were super cool, super nice. Signed it for me, and uh, but that's where we had a brief. Okay, we had a brief, brief encounter, brief before. bangle moment. Mm. So, um, so let's. Uh, but now back to uh, back to Doll Revolution. Let's hear uh, a song off Doll Revolution uh, called "Ask Me No Questions." Sung by Debbie Peterson. If I told you I don't mind, would you believe me when I say to you, you're not my kind? Do I deceive you with this fragile disguise? Ask me no questions and I will tell you no lies If you could read my heart I would not deny But I'll pretend all these tears on my face don't imply The production on this record is yeah, Brad Wood. Yeah, that, that, he's good. That guy is doing a good job. Yeah, he did a great job, and, and we worked really well with him. Excellent. Yeah. And it was the four of you. Michael was there. Everyone's yep, there. Everyone was there. But uh, just an FYI on that okay. song you just heard. All right. That is also on Kindred Spirit record. On the Kindred Spirit record, because oh, I actually I wrote that song with our old 
keyboard player, Walker mm-hmm. Iglehart. Okay. And we re- rewrote it, I guess, right after the first breakup, the Bangle mm-hmm. breakup. And I always thought, God, you know, the Bangles need to cover this song. I yeah. totally hear it. Yeah, you write a and good song. You got to, you got, you know, a good thought, song's a good song. Yeah. And I always thought this would be perfect in the Bangle world. And so, but I thought, you know, let's, it worked really well with Kindred Spirit as well. So we did that. That was the first version. Let's play, an, I'm going to play another song <clears throat> off Doll Revolution that you sing lead on, and then uh, we're, I'm going to have you sing. You're going to have a third me sing. song, a, another song from <laughs> Doll Revolution. You're going to sing for us live. But let's hear uh, a little bit of Lost at Sea. Can we try to salvage what we can from the weight of water and sand? Lift us up again Will this world Spinning out of control I'm racing just to keep hold As the clouds move in With the driving wind so Voice sounds amazing on that song. Thank you. Great really lyrics great. too. Really, Thank really you, good. Yeah. So we're going to do some roadie activity here, and then we're going to have uh, <laughs> Debbie sing one more song for us called "Here Right Now," and then we're going to bring you right up to uh, the present day Bangles and find out what's happening now with the Bangles okay. and talk about um, talk about their newest record. Okey-dokey. All right. So uh, this is also a song from Doll Revolution, <laughs> sung by Debbie Peterson, and this is "Here Right Now."
That person on guitar is a drummer. <laughs> Excellent. Can't you tell? No, we cannot. <laughs> All right, that was here right now. Excellent, excellent song. Thank you. Um, so, two thousand three, Doll Revolution comes out. You guys do some shows. Mm-hmm. Everything's working. Everything's you guys are getting along. Yes. And then, uh, and then we have a long. We have another long gap. Well, between records, yeah. mm-hmm. I call them records. Still. I know we like to have long gaps. I guess <laughs> I don't know readjustment period. I don't know what you call it. But actually, in two thousand four, Michael Steele. Decided she just didn't want to do music anymore. Yeah. She just wanted to go move up north and just, you know, be with her dogs and her animals and, and do other things. And that's fine. And that was cool. So you guys, so there was no, there was no, uh, there was no like infighting or any. She no just, animosity, she, nothing. Did she bring you all together for like wine and cheese and say, hey guys, here's what's going to happen? Or did she call you? How does that work? An email? Uh, it wasn't an email, no. <laughs> How impersonal. No, I, we all discussed it. We all uh-huh. talked and, 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 you know, had meetings and, and talked on the phone. And, you know, we just thought, hey, we, we want everybody to be happy. Whatever yes. it takes. If you don't want to do this anymore, that's fine. Is there ever an open door if she'd call you and go, hey, you know what? I of think course. It like, yes. Excellent. I that's mean, nice. You know, we, we were hoping that she could come to the whiskey and, and, yeah, or, or do you know, other crazy. shows with, her, with us. But... You know, it's it's one of those things. If she wants to do it, great. We're, we're, yeah. It's there. The That's nice. There. Yeah. So, so in essence, then you you become a threesome. Yes. A recording threesome. Yes, we do. Um, the gentleman who performed with you at the whiskey, he's also on this CD. Yes, Derek, Derek. Derek Anderson. Yes. Derek Anderson. We love him. That guy is a crazy, amazing bass Isn't player. Isn't he insane? He was so, just so, such a cool presence on stage. He's the nicest guy in the world. Just, we love him. Just kicking back and letting you guys take center stage and do what you do. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, I love the interplay that you guys had on stage. You guys look like you're having fun. I love that you're <laughs> counting the songs in. One, two, three, four. You're just, it's, it was such a fun show. Good. But uh, Sweetheart of the Sun comes out in 2011. And this album... This album is now my favorite Bangles album. Oh, this, really? Yay. Yes. This, uh, I, I love everything, as I told you, and I love the Doll Revolution. But this one has such a 60s psychedelic, like, and Jefferson. 70s. And 70s. And like 70s. Early 70s vibe, you know? It felt like Jefferson airplane like Grace mm-hmm. Slicky. Just, mm-hmm. I, felt, I felt like I was high when I listened to it the first time. <laughs> no, it's such a... Oh, it's I just, funny you should say that. The only because we were working with Matthew Sweet, yes. right? And he smokes a lot of pot. And uh, so doing the drum the, track. Please tell us the bangles oh, don't. No, no. Don't smoke. You, you, you know, when it's all around you, you do get the contact high, right? right? So some of the songs are a little slower than, than I, I listen to them now. I go, oh my God, I must have been gotten a serious contact high on that one because <laughs> it's really slow and mellow. And But uh, it's really, that's such funny that you said that about being high. Yeah. I and mean, even the, co- the cover <laughs> with the flowers and and I, uh, the cover has uh, has a couple of sets of gams on the front. Yes, they're gams, and guess whose gams they are. Well, I would have to I would say this is that's got to be Susanna because the, yeah. the waist yep, looks yep. low. That's she's little legs. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that's you. No, no, you're I'm right in there. The middle. Tallest one is in the, the middle. Long legs. Yep. All mm. right. Excellent. So yeah, that, um, was, that was fun because actually that was a takeoff of an old '60s. Album Carmen, I don't remember who the artist was, but Susanna found it. Said this would be really cool if we could do our version of it, and we, we it's actually this album is more of a concept album mm-hmm. for us because we actually worked on the the whole you know all the artwork and mm-hmm. all the songs we were writing were kind of going in this kind of flow, yeah, and this kind of theme, you know, sort of like 
you know, Laurel Canyon in the early 1970s. That's exactly what this album feels like. Carol King, and we were reading Girls Like Us, that book, and... And it was just all sort of coming together. Yeah. And and yet it doesn't sound it doesn't sound dated. It sounds fresh and new at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. And then you close out the album with a with a, a Nas song, mm-hmm. "Open, Open My, My Eyes." Eyes yeah. It's such a great version. But uh, you sing lots of lead vocal on this album. Uh, and I want to this. I love Ball and Chain, so I'm going to play <laughs> a little bit of Ball and Chain. You you say the word slut in this song. I say the word slut in the song. Well, actually, that was funny because it wasn't the actual original lyrics, but Susanna heard it that way and went, okay, well, that's kind of cool. I like that. You know, we'll just throw that in there. <laughs> I don't know if that's in the clip we're going to play. I think I went with the, with the next verse after that. But this is, uh, uh, again, the next four songs you're going to hear. This is all Debbie Peterson on vocals, and this is uh, Ball and Chain. Love it. That's a funny one because that's an old one. Yeah, it's rocking, dude. It's an old, yeah, early early nineties, maybe late eighties. That one, and and that was another one. You're like, this is a great song. Let's do this song now. Yeah, I just thought, you know, why not? It's it's something I thought the Bengals should do too. You know, was the recording of this album was this the best experience recording an album that you had? Say yes, this was my favorite. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, you guys produced it and then co-produced by Matthew Sweet. He plays on the album a little bit too, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, he does some little bass thing, little keyboard things, and he's, because, he's great. And he and Susanna brought him to you because of the uh, yeah, under, he, under, yeah. under the cover CDs mm-hmm. that they do. Um, okay, let's try, let's hear another one. Let's hear Mesmerized. Just burn through these songs. <laughs> See, when I hear this, when I hear this album, I, I feel, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that this is how you guys always really, really wanted to sound on record. Dude, you nailed it. Okay, you so cool. nailed it. Yeah. This yeah. was, I mean, this to me is the bangles, you yes. know, this is how th- we've always been, should have been seen, you know? Right. No one sounds like this. No. Uh, those harmonies and just everything about this record. And again, when this record came out, I was shouting it from the rooftops. I bought oh. this album for people. I'm like... You got to listen to this and people and you know, people would say the bangles. I'm like, dude, listen, take this, forget, forget walk like an Egyptian, clear that out of your head and listen to this. Cause if I just gave it to them and didn't Mm -hmm. tell them who it was, they wouldn't have. I don't think they would no, guess. They probably wouldn't. They wouldn't no, guess the bangles. It's bangles. very different. You yeah, know? it's very it different. Became this other thing in the eighties, yeah. and this to me, this is the organic bangles. Right, and and uh, is there going to be more of this type of organic bangles? Oh yeah, bangles? I'm sure. Yes, I hope so. Yes. Because uh, 
because you need more albums in your catalog. I know we really do. You it's really, really need more. Need more albums. Well, there's a lot of other things going on. We've all got different things going right. on right now. So, so we're life we're happens. Quite, I know, but we can't. It can't no, I agree. It we can't be till more. 2019. You can't make us wait eight more years. I, believe me, I, I don't want to. <laughs> we got to do this. Right. Let's do. Uh, let's hear. Let's hear two more, and then we're going to let Debbie go. We don't want to let her go, but we're going to let her go. Let oh, also, go. I'm going to, before Debbie leaves, I have, I have three copies of Sweetheart of the Sun. I'm going to have Debbie sign those if she would. Mm-hmm. And then the day after this episode posts, uh, everybody watch your Twitter feed for Rock Solid Podcast, and uh, I'll throw up uh, a trivia question or two, and uh, you answer those, and uh, you'll get copies of the CD. Mailman's coming in. Come in. Hey, mailman. Hi, mailman. <laughs> mailman comes in the studio. Fan mail from some you Just put it right there. That's fine. <clears throat> You're welcome, sir. The mailman makes an appearance. That never happens. Um, all right, let's hear. Uh, so you'll sign these for us, right? Oh, Debbie? yes. What course. if you said no? What if you said no? No, forget it. I'll spit on them. I charge $20 per signature. <laughs> Uh, and but some yeah, people the, do that. Let me tell you. Oh, I know they do. Ugh. But uh, no, you guys are you. You're going to be and the the people that win this. You're going to be so excited that you have this in your collection because it is definitely a ten out of ten. Thank you. So listen oh. to right now. We're going to hear uh, one of two, and then we're going to hear what a life. So here's one of two. I keep waiting for the moment to arrive. So you're writing songs all the time? Yeah, writing a lot. Yeah. Always writing? Not do you, always, do you, but I should write more. <laughs> and do you, uh, do, you, do you preview them for your, uh, for your husband and kids? No. No. It's no. just for you. It's, yeah, pretty much for me. Sometimes I'll play it to the kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the band. Yeah, and then the band. I'll, you know, get it to a good point. But actually, Vicky and I write a lot together, mm-hmm. and Suzanne and I write together too. And so Vicky live back in California now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, in LA. Another thing about uh, about Sweetheart of the Sun is uh, uh, every single song you guys nailed it. Every single your songs, Vicky's songs, Susanna's songs, they're all great. Thank you so much. So, I like this guy. I'm uh, going to take you with me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we, we live near each other, so yeah, we'll just uh, we'll carpool. Okay, <laughs> let's uh, let's close it out. Uh, you're not on Twitter. I don't. I don't tweet. You don't tweet. I'm not a, I'm not a birdie. So where can we find you? What's the website? Um, at man management at bangles dot com. Hang on. Let me. Uh, let me get my phone. Let's sure. Go. Vicky's on Twitter. Vicky tweets. Vicky tweets. She's a tweeter. She'll probably tweet Bangles information for you folks. Are you guys going out on tour uh, this summer at all? Is that up in the air? That's up in the air, but we'd like to. Okay, cool. Actually, you just go to thebangles.com. Go to thebangles.com. That's a bangle website, and you can go to Facebook through that. And And when this posts, I'll put put all that stuff on our Facebook page. Oh, cool. cool. Uh, Ryan, where can can folks find you? You're a comedian. 
Yeah, you do comedy. There. I host trivia. Uh, cool. Do a little acting, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, at Ryan Buds on Twitter. Uh, R Y A N B U D D S. Okay. I thank you so much for sitting. Awesome. You did. Thanks you for did, having me. You did a great job. Did a great job. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm never going to have you back, but I oh, love. Yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's getting the axe already. No. Huh? I'm going to take uh, all the free water I can today. Then you can uh, <laughs> maybe go for you, it. Maybe you move up north with your dogs and Michael Steele. Oh, there you go. I do like dogs. You can find us on Twitter at Rock Solid Show. You can find me on Twitter at Pat underscore Francis. Please like us on Facebook. And uh, let's close out with uh, with Debbie's last vocal performance. It's actually, that's my sister I think you're talking about. She sings on the last one. On, what, on a what a Life? Yeah, we wrote it together, though. Well, now I feel like a jerk. I don't feel like a jerk. It's, it's okay. I, I, I think I'm singing a little bit on it, but I she's mainly the vocal. So, then why did I think? I don't know. Don't worry. It's no biggie. Yeah, right You're there. You're forgiven. It, it says right there, Vicki Peterson, uh, lead vocals. Well, let's give your sister some love then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But but before we do, I yes. just want to mention Tell something. Me. I'm working with John Wicks from the records. Okay. We're writing songs together. We're playing a show March 30th at McCabe's. Well, that's good because this episode is going to go up uh, before that show. Oh, good. So good, good, good. March 30th at McCabe's. At McCabe's. Hold on one second. Got to put the plug in. Plug, plug. Yeah, actually, I wanted to know when this was going to be. Yeah, done. this show is uh, this is perfect. Perfect timing. This <laughs> oh, good. is this will post on March twentieth. March twentieth. So okay, you guys will great. have probably be sold out by then. But um, but you can still get uh, hopefully still get tickets yeah. for the March thirtieth show at McCabe's. McCabe's. If you live here in Los Angeles, it's a uh, it's uh, famous, very super tiny. If you thought the whiskey was tiny. Yeah, it's like a, it's John and I with a, with the band as well on that stage, and wow. literally, it's like I can't move my arms. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go see Debbie live. Uh, John sings and you sing. You guys are both yes, singing. we both sing. We were writing together, and yeah, it, it's a fun show. Excellent. Well, let's uh, let's close out with a song that uh, Debbie doesn't sing. My, my sister did. So dumb. Okay. But this is uh, this is the the we'll call her the Elder Peterson. <laughs> She'll like that one. <laughs> uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for performing uh, thanks live. Thanks for having me here. I hope you had fun. Yeah. And good. this is uh, what a life from Sweetheart of the Sun. find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on auto trader too are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time well multitasking pro cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader